behavior. Do you want it? You're dying for it. Hello, human listener. If you're an animal listening, keep listening, but you probably won't understand what we're on about. So hello, human listeners, and welcome back to another episode of What Is This Behaviour podcast, a show where three South Asian creatives based in London, but sometimes travelling, mind you, (laughs) speak to other South Asian people around the world that are going against the grain and redefining what it means to be South Asian. So we speak to people in all pockets of life, all different echelons of uh, career spaces in order to learn about what they're doing so we can collectively get new ideas and new stories about who we can be, which I, Ruben Christian, believe is limitless. If you're new to the show, welcome. Your free hosts are myself, Ruben Christian, an edutainer, my brother, Aaron Christian, a filmmaker, an Almas Badat, an artist, a DJ, and an all-around polymath. That's kind of how we frame Almas at the moment, but that can change. Anyone that knows Almas knows that can change. By the microsecond, main, um, and every other week we put an episode out, uh, as long as we keep into his schedule. One week it will be a episode, or an, that will be a better English, Ruben, an episode with a guest, and another week it would be an episode with just us three hosts talking about something close to our heart or something that we feel is on the pulse of the zeitgeist because we stay out here with our ears to the ground and as summer is starting to kick in um what is it now it's june 2022 when we were recording this we're all being pulled to travel left right and center when we were recording this our mass was in india on tour aaron as i record this intro is on his way back from new york and me you know I've moved from Stratford to Shoreditch on my commute, so I'm going to call that traveling. <laughs> and we're talking about travel today. We're talking about the importance of travel, what travel means to us, how it can enrich our lives, some travel hacks. So although we haven't landed on a title when I was recording this intro, you would have known the title by now because we would have landed on it. But it's about travel and we hope you gain some tips, some hacks. And if you do plan to travel um, this year or even in the future that you can gain some of this, Um, And maybe it will open your eyes and just widen your lens when you touch down in those new spaces. So, yeah, man, let's get to it. What is this behavior? As you already know, whoever you are, wherever you are, you're listening to another episode of What Is This Behavior? And you already know that because we've said it in the intro. So I've just, I think maybe I've wasted about nine seconds of your life. Please forgive me. Um, And today, as you already know, we are talking about travel whether it's the importance of travel the power of travel um our own travel experiences and what we've learned and gained from them um because we feel at the moment as the world opens up post pandemic arguably there's a lot of pull individually and collectively towards new experiences adventure getting out in the world reconnecting with nature and our communities and so we thought it would be nice to talk about that and also um mass is mm. on tour right now. Jesus, mass on tour, you know, in it's India. Mad. So how so how's it? Yeah, let's throw it to you to start, Almas. Come You're on. currently traveling right now. Yeah, so Mas, what airlines did you take? Let's take this back. I want to know the details. What oh airlines did you God, take? Man's judging you. Was it business class? No, nah, I just want to know. That's what I know because I'm planning to go to India soon. Maybe not this year, but because um, I've never explored it, I don't actually know. Um, who flies there and what's the what's the plugs? What's the inside All info? Right. And the best best flights. Okay, so I like Bargains. to fly overnight 
so I can sleep. <laughs> what night um, though? The night of the country you're leaving? Ooh, or the wow. country you're landing in? Well, I so I landed 8am-ish in Delhi on a Saturday morning. Mm. Um, I like to travel on a Wednesday or a Thursday so I can get the discounts. Oh, is that why? Do you get? Is it cheaper? I was just thinking. More I always like fly on Tuesdays. Tuesdays or Wednesdays is where you get them. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, Come this on. is the travel hack episode. That's this what is this it, that's is. what it is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. If it's a travel hack episode, you better take a seat, have some popcorn, and let me roll, man. <laughs> 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 man that's so smooth. is crazy, you know. Like, I am the traveling G. Yeah. No, not even I said travel tips. It's not a G, but I've just learned from other people, innit? Um, oh, I like that. Okay, the episode shaped itself. I really like that. Um, it, man. What wasted intro by me then? Talking about it. <laughs> 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 it's just how to get cheap plane tickets. Today we are going to be dissecting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, Elmas. Tell us more about this uh, ch- this choice to fly midweek. Well, I like to enjoy the weekend, didn't it? So it's like, oh, if you come in on like a Thursday or a Friday, it means you can still, like people are free to like link up or there's, you can explore, there's just stuff to do. Um, and I flew with Virgin and I do try to fly with Virgin where I can um, because mm. there's just basically some things in travel that I'll like cut my... Non-negotiables. Um, uncompromisable. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so there's uncompromisable, non-negotiables, and there's stuff that like I'll just leave. So when it comes <laughs> to like flight and comfort, like I do try and stick to airlines that I know um, yeah. or that I feel comfortable with. And Virgin is one of them. Um, they might be a little bit more pricey, but I just know that like. But you'll pay for what you get, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is it. Unfortunately, you know. Um, know. But you do have two baggage allowances like two big suitcases because you're going well i think it's like a lot of places in africa a lot of places in asia you can do that i think they understand mm. the demographic <laughs> do you Long know what i mean that, yeah <laughs> oh, oh you get two Sorry, yeah? that's really okay. funny <laughs> do you know what <laughs> uh, i know where ruben's demo- going lower his head's going there ruben's second part of this episode is going to be travel memories isn't it Ruben? yeah no it's already <laughs> travel memory second part um this is all i'm here to contribute man no, I, do you know what i remember going to check-in back in the day when i was younger and just seeing the um you didn't let almas finish but do you want shall we did, let almas finish or go, oh sorry remember? did you not land almas Oh, well, what I was going to say was I had two baggage allowances, but I actually traveled the lightest because I was bringing my guitar, which is a new thing that mm, I've done. Like taking well a guitar to India, bruv, I was pranging out. Um, well, and COVID. you think it got broken or something. In, well, in put it this way. Country. I landed at the Delhi airport and the case rolls out of that, you know, the belt and the, yeah. and the case is open. <laughs> like the guitar oh, is there, is just oh, there. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, out. oh, yeah, I was just praying. I was like, please, 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 like, please be okay. But the guitar was fine. I think that someone probably went through the compartments, which had like the plectrum in it or the strings and stuff, just to see mm. what was in there. But honestly, like, I was going to go with a soft case, and I'm so glad I didn't. Like, I took the hard case. Um, just to see what was in there in, a, uh, well, in, a, in something shaped as a guitar. <laughs> what, what are they trying to st- do you know what I mean? No, but Unless people take things in it, like anything. Pictures. And also, have you never been on a flight or or landed, and then yours? They've got a note in your suitcase saying we've gone through your stuff. 
No. Oh yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, I've had never. that. Yeah. I've had that yeah. in the US. Yeah. That's at least actually polite, man. Half of the time. You yeah, it's true. And you know they've gone through the thing. Is that polite? <clears throat> if you came into your house and there's a graffiti in the wall, we've been here. Is that polite? <laughs> Just to let you know. Jeez. No, I, I was so going back to centering myself here, my memory, which I think is really important to share. <laughs> Is that I just constantly find it funny, like when I do long haul flights to, um, I don't know, South Asia, Malaysia or whatever. But I would see the aunties and uncles and these are South Asian aunties and uncles and then African aunties and uncles. Right. At that place in the baggage area where you can put the sellotape to try and close it. Because there's so much stuff that they're trying to stuff in there that it won't close, that they got to shrink wrap this thing. And I've just seen them, I've seen people stretching bags shut. And I was like, for fuck's sake, man, this is just so typical. It just makes me laugh, man. And you Thank see you the pay, like, you see the, the, um, the looks on the uh, people that are working at the airport's face. Baggage handlers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, they've seen it before. It's clearly a cultural thing. It makes me laugh, man. Mad. Yeah, man. All right, Aaron, but so yeah. what? You think you're. Um, you think you got something to share, yeah, of your travel stories? Well, well, I don't know. Like, how is it shaping? Are we talking about like just travel and je- like? To be honest, yeah, I have been traveling the last few. Pff, I don't know, the last month, wherever I've been, I've been Copenhagen, Lisbon, Amsterdam, LA. Jeez, and man. off to pa- off to France next week. Um, Full jet setting lifestyle, and, man. And New York and Venice. <laughs> And Florence in the next month, so which uh, I haven't told you guys on the calendar, so I'm gonna get bollocked. Bolo- you get bollocked, um, but um, Sh- yeah, I don't know. I-, I can go a different direction. Are we? Oh, do you want to talk about like how how it's shaping up and how we feel yeah, about I mean, that and opportunities? Yeah, I mean your or, experience of it has. Do, yeah. do, do you do you feel that traveling over the last few years has really really shaped you? And if so, how? Sh- yeah, well, I can go all the way back, but I actually. It's, it's dope that we're doing this episode because yesterday I was, um, what was you doing? So yesterday we, we've got a wedding this week. So I was kind of like just finalizing some kind of like travel bits and pieces. So the wedding's in France, just outside of Paris. So, um, and we hadn't locked in a hotel for the end of the week. Um, so I actually went back onto Airbnb and I don't know if you guys have seen it. They've launched this new campaign called it's pretty, I don't know, we're interested to hear your thoughts on it, right? Uh, so that it's done this whole campaign and this massive video on like, oh, we've reshaped the business model of Airbnb. So obviously Airbnb was like huge kind of like tech company, like oh, like crazy, crazy growth. And the pandemic must have been like mad for them as a business and people working there. Um, but they've kind of reacted and pivoted in an interesting way. So this video was basically like, okay, people are, f- this is the first summer post pandemic where in general, the, the globe or people around the world are, you know, kind of being able to have a, a destination summer this year. Yeah, right. So they're traveling and now. stuff. Yeah. And they kind of done this like thing where they've reshaped the, the way you search for travel. So pre- previously it'll be like, okay, cool. I'm going to, wherever uh india i'm going to italy i'm going to europe i'm going to north america south america so you figure out where you go and then you kind of then deep dive into okay this is the areas i'm going to stay in and then this is finally these are the options on where i'm going to stay right based on price or whatever they've kind of done these they've kind of flipped it and kind of done um 
these kind of like search categories and and they've done it they've designed it like super simple and nice so like you could be like i want to i want to have a tree house experiences experience right. bang so you click on the tree house image really yeah <laughs> all the tree house yards around the world come up that's like, just sick. sick i like sick. that um yeah. and then they do yeah so it's like treehouse thing or like i don't know arctic they've got arctic thing they've got one obviously which is like caught my attention and they, they talked about it in the video as well it's like it's just design houses so like the craziest like architecturally wow. designed yeah, houses yeah, yeah. by famous architects grand designs well. contemporary design yeah. <clears throat> yeah so you kind of start switching the way you think about travel based on that experience rather than location or geographical location or destination um which i find really interesting you can kind of go granular and do destination first then those categories but um i just think because people have been locked off from travel for so long it's like they a lot of people or they're thinking is that a lot of people want different types of experiences and they kind of don't know where to go so they'll flip it flip the script and kind of do this thing um which is sick rooms. One of the categories is just castles. <laughs> it's called, is what? Just called castles. castles. Like wow. full on, and then you start searching Aggie Castle. This isn't um, a sponsored post by Airbnb, by the way. So, um, but yeah, I just thought that was like a really interesting thing. And I think it is definitely going to sh- reshape the way we um, think about destination travel. And then even from like people putting up their own places on there as well, like that would be dope two things come to mind for me firstly i wonder if airbnb would be up for sponsoring something travel based don't know just putting it out there secondly i am on the fence with that idea like i'm torn i definitely see the value in being able to be specific with the experience that you want and then finding the place in the world where that experience is and then going there but at the same time i think it really takes away from um the unknown just adventuring and exploring and then landing upon experiences which i love to do when i when yeah I, when but I if go, you're when searching though where where would that 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 decision you start making so you go unknown yeah now, you walk me through your process. Pulled, i want to okay, go so, somewhere unknown what's your next okay so, i mean there will definitely be a pull towards it so i might say okay i need i want some sun i want some sea or i yeah. want some city energy and then i would pick a, a city or a destination and then and then after that yeah I but might, how do you pick that destination then i don't you know make just be, that, it could be you make yeah that it could choice, be right yeah yeah so that's what they do anyway they do have one called unknown or something like that then they've got sun or beach so you do that and then oh, it just opens right, up the right. world's category so it's not actually landing so if anything it's giving you helping right, you with that right, right, thing right, right, i think right, anyway right. this is what, where they're going with right it anyway. I, I get you so, that's all right man mass what's your yeah, thoughts on that would you do yeah. that well just pick somewhere like unknown yeah well mass's category i already know because it's a right at the end of the video mass yeah there was one category that they couldn't land on and they called it omg <laughs> <laughs> so basically line up all the omgs basically it's, OMG yard, it's yards yeah where they just couldn't they just couldn't and it was like a bus I'm, is a yard i'm cater- categorizable yeah. just like, really? like what like kind what? of stuff is in the mm. omg category so it's just basically well obviously Airbnb is more around like actual like uh places to stay right let's like, say so houses or whatever like, mm. um so the omg one would just be i don't know yeah it's just like one of them was like a submarine that someone had converted <laughs> Ooh, and you know submarine sick, on man. land or whatever just crazy omg like actual houses that 
which is jokes. Just like weird stuff. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> <laughs> I really enjoy um I really enjoy traveling and then like planting myself in a new space. Um like for a period of time because I just think it just gives me an opportunity to be to be a new person in this or a sorry not even be a new person tap into like an unknown part of myself because mm. I'm being stimulated by like new things or even like right now I've been staying at my friend's house I went uh, went away for the weekend and I've come back to my friend's house and I'm like Rod, this feels like home it's so right, interesting right, how you right. can like acclimatize like so quickly to somewhere and just be like cool like this is all familiar and this is comfort now um mm. and then to do that in india is a really um i'm gonna just gonna use the word big for now because i don't know what word to sort of to really accurately describe it but i feel so alien here and i feel so familiar here at the same time and i'm going through so many emotions because there's so every time I feel like there's something that's uh, familiar, I feel closer. And then every time I feel like, oh, I don't know this thing, like it trying to figure out like if, if that's distance or not. And the only way that um, I think I'm going to be able to close that gap between or, or fill in the gap really between being like native and diaspora in terms of the South Asian identity is by continuing to move back and forth, not just back, but forth like, to and fro mm. rather mm. um and then yeah the dialogue that you sort of get and like people are so curious or they have opinions they have so many opinions about us in the uk or in the west um <laughs> you're talking about india right right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah being yeah, in yeah, india yeah. just the conversation i've been having um but then there's opinions and there's questions and then i have loads of questions and it's really i mean Sometimes, like, we see travellers, like, this, like, break from reality, like, going somewhere that's new, something that's different, like, not familiar. So what does it mean to, like, go somewhere with a holiday mindset or with a work mindset, but just, I don't know, like, but it's so similar to, like, where we're from? Um, It's a lot. Like, my thoughts sound disjointed because they really are. Like, I'm processing so much. Yeah, that sounds like some really deep um, internal exploration mm. while you're in these like external environments. Well, I, I but you did what say you guys that. would think of it. Yeah, I mean, but you did name it a little while ago. Uh, I don't know if it was a, around a year ago, but you, you committed to exploring your South Asian identity. Yeah. I, and, you, and from what I remember, you weren't set on how you were going to do that, but there was a commitment. And what seems to have emer- emerged is... Yeah, building community here in the UK, but then also going to, I mean, the motherland, I guess, to Mm. to feel it and to understand it. So, yeah, it seems like you're definitely on the path that you set out to be. And it's interesting how you are experiencing it at the moment. I've I've personally never had, I've never felt what you, what you're verbalizing. I've never felt, um, yeah, that depth of internal uh, exploration when I'm in certain spaces, even when I've gone back home to Malaysia, you know, or I've passed through India or whatnot. It's, I'm just, oh, I always feel like, oh, I'm Ruben from East London in this place, looking at it through my limited lens and noticing things. Um, and then I come back home. So I, I, I actually want to travel a little bit more because I watch both of you mm. like travel 
Um, and I'm not jealous, but I've just, I'm just noticing like there's such a big difference in how much I've traveled compared to both of you individually and especially mm. collectively. And I'm like, shit, I wonder how I would feel and how I would look at the world if I was to travel more. I just feel I've been a little bit limited with finances, being a freelancer and my job doesn't just naturally lend itself to travel at the moment. So mm. if those things were aligned, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing a bit more, man. Because I remember Aaron, you and I having a conversation on an early pod, actually, about him. Uh, maybe it was the individualism episode, not the individual individualism, sorry, the um, Asian man episode. When you were talking about working at Mr. P, when you were at Mr. Porter and how that really opened your mind. Because, Expanded, yeah. My, yeah. 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 Can mind. you talk a bit to that idea? <clears throat> yeah, I've... <clears throat> Yeah, I think it's definitely been one of the drivers for all my growth and and kind of how I've aligned my work and the legacy of work that I want to leave behind and stuff like travel and connection through travel has been is the is a huge, huge part of my kind of like personal life and my career as well. Um, it's a it's a massive privilege and I've like managed to kind of design my life in a way that that it's a feedback loop in terms of like my work allows me to travel and then when I travel I get re-inspired and that kind of bakes into my personal projects and then that fuels me up on all cylinders and then it kind of goes back again um but yeah I think even just taking it back to that Mr. P thing it was like I just felt I was it really made me grow up when I got to travel and and it's not just like oh, I'm going to this like hype place and I'm doing I don't know the same things I'll do in loads of different cities but just I don't know getting and and maybe it's really down to the type of travel everyone seeks right but when I first started to travel and do the fashion weeks and other bits and pieces it was like you get to see different cultures you get to see everyday actions mm -hmm. from different people you get to see um different customs the way people think uh an act was so important for me to kind of realize that there's so many different ways of doing things of living of uh enjoying life and then that became quite addictive to be like oh wow i don't know anything and um there's so many different ways to experience joy or experience your life so um yeah i, I don't think that kind of curate curiosity has ever left i always just think <clears throat> there's more to explore there's more to learn there's more to connect with and then as there was this funny moment where it's like you, i started to travel and then you start to travel maybe to repeat in certain cities due to work and stuff and i was like oh am i gonna get bored because like it's quite it's quite a depressing thing to be like oh everything is explored like, you know, one ever wants to be at that point, right? But mm. when I started to go cities and it was like maybe a decade later, you then realize that every city has, uh, or often a lot of countries have kind of seasons as well. So like you go back to a city and it's changed so much or countries yeah. develop so much. So it's actually then a new experience as well. Or revisiting it is, is, is quite new and interesting. So yeah, man, like I'm, I'm just super excited that travel has become a thing that is is opened up a little bit more um and yeah just coming back from the la trip i know we've spoken like off the pod and like how necessary and inspiring that was and even just connected with salvin who we had on the pod earlier like in the year 
Um, and shout outs to Shivy as well, who is a British South Asian artist uh, who moved over to New York and now she's in LA. And that conversation with just them two, um, that's kind of linked, that was born out of the pod, essentially. I can't explain how crazy dope that experience was to be in a hotel halfway across the world with one person who I've only spoken to via, well, both of them actually via DMs and one through your podcast, never ever meeting each other, but being so familiar with each other. Um, and then at the same time, learning from each of their kind of journeys and then being inspired. Cause it was weird. Cause like we, we had this chat and then, you know, Savannah's was like, oh, I need to show you this part of LA or the West coast. And then, um, it was interesting when Shivy, Shivy hadn't met Salvin either. So like then, you know, there was a conversation with there and then Shivy was like, shit, I've just moved to LA. Salvin, you're going to have to give me all the plugs. And it was just like, it was just a beautiful kind of two to three hour conversation that we're having. And we're like, this definitely needs to happen. Sure. How, how have we figured that out? And then, you know, yeah, yeah, I kind yeah. of came back with this idea of, uh, this project, which we're trying to cook up now as well. <clears throat> Did you ever think that you'd be sitting in California with more South Asian people? Nah, the wildest thing is, yeah, neither did they. Like, they're like, you know, mm. this was, you know, especially Salvin, he was just like um, saying that the community there isn't as, uh, I don't know, hasn't hasn't as grown as, as quickly as it is in the UK. And maybe that's because they just don't have as large a diaspora there. But, um, but that that's the thing. That's the kind of unexplored territory that really excited me. I was like, well, that hasn't been done before. Those conversations, like you know, two different separate diasporas kind of meeting up, seeing 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 a city through a different set of eyes for a specific community is something that is. Well, you guys know anyway. Well, I'll, I'll allude to it anyway. There's a there's a kind of like. After that conversation, I came back and was like, what would the pod be um, if we done a kind of TV stroke web series version of a travel show um, that was kind of framed around that idea? So traveling to different cities, linking up with different South Asian creatives or um, people in different fields that are doing interesting stuff and then kind of seeing that city through that lens and then seeing how mm. their identity has shaped that city as well um so yeah there's definitely something there i i kind of wanted to swing this question over to room because i've always been inspired by anthony bourdain and his travel and his work and his writing <laughs> rubes i know you've just i got you on that recently like has that shaped um, or like yeah <clears throat> ah yeah um mass have you watched much of anthony bourdain's parts unknown before i give my thoughts on it um, a few bits and I'm familiar, but not yeah. like, yeah, just like, so I know who he is. I know what he, what he mm. does and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. So for those that are listening that aren't familiar with it, Anthony Bourdain is a chef turned social commentator, world explorer. He has a show called Parts Unknown that's been running for a couple of years where he travels the world and, and food is an access point to talk about localized and larger cultures well, in that area. Add on, yeah, just to add on that, Rube, just to build on that, his original series was No Reservations, which was the same frame, but because it depends on the network that he was producing it for that was very mm. much super food focused yeah the series that ruben has watched now is more of a kind of 
cultural commentary as well. At, but food is the access point. But he definitely yeah. talks about politics and culture a lot more in that. So, man, that was that shows hella inspiring, man. Um, and I was, I mean, I wasn't interested in it. You've been on my back for a minute to say, watch this, watch this, watch this. And I'm super intentional with what I consume and what I do. So unless I'm really pulled towards something, it usually doesn't make the cut, you know, and I don't lean into it. But um, I sat down and watched a couple with Shanti and because they're like 40 minutes or so, it's a perfect time for me to say oh it's not an hour psychologically it's not an hour commitment i can do that <laughs> so i watch it and then i'm like shit i've binge watched four like i've they've they fully set it up as a buffet <laughs> you know what i mean like there's a food reference there but i honestly feel that like i don't have to watch it in order because each episode is self-contained right it's, it does, doesn't follow a linear narrative throughout the whole series so i would watch one i'll be like oh shit that's I did not know that about Berlin, for example. Mm. I wonder what like uh, Tokyo's like. Oh shit, has he done one in Tokyo? Cool. Let me watch that on Tokyo. And I really felt after every episode, I got a really clear on that country's main offerings, their main challenges, um, mm. and how culture is at that point of time of recording. And I honestly felt like I was getting my first ever international education. And I've never, ever, ever felt that. And also in terms of production and the style of the show, I loved it for so many reasons, man. Coming from a front-facing, presenting, on-screen and on-stage background, I've always loved um, presenters and talent that seem like they're authentically themselves without mm -hmm. reservations. And he seems <laughs> like that. So literally, it gives license to me, who likes to try to live like that, to keep living like that. Um, and also, I was just blown away by this guy's depth of of mm. of general knowledge he's obviously such a super brain and he's super passionate about shit and it really comes across on screen it's such an engaging watch and then at the same time the more i realized i appreciated the show and him the more i would realize that he's no longer with us and that he took his own life and and that that feeling of both celebration and sadness on watching every episode mm. was an odd one to to balance man i'd put i'd turn off the episode and every time i'd think but why man what the hell it was so so it's odd but as a show like taking yeah. inspiration the legacy from it, of work that he's created after he's yeah. gone is is crazy man. yeah it's, it's <clears throat> undeniable man and it definitely makes me want to travel a little I've, bit more i've got a question based off you know you watching that ruben and 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 just everything in general but like the reason why I think I'm really inspired to make to make this show that you know the pod version of of that in terms of like being inspired and stuff is because I I, I think in general like Western TV travel often and it is changing but it's often been shaped by uh, a kind of white lens or the white curious lens and and to be fair I think Anthony often they 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 re refer to him as quite yeah outside of that space like more of a, a world citizen uh, he, he's like a, a white guy i think from what italian american heritage maybe but or even french but um yeah like in general it's always been like i don't know uh centered around a white kind of lens and like how, how has your both of your travels been as a south asian person as a person of color when you've traveled i'm curious to to know are there things that you've always felt has shaped the way you've been seen depending on where you, where you travel or is it or you or have you never really felt your cultural identity uh be i don't know 
like fe- feeling it what as you're moving through the world is it like is the question okay. something like what is it uh, what is it like, like to be a moving through the world Asian. in the skin yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. in yeah, yeah. But specifically around travel. So like when you arrive in a country where it comes to border control, like oh uh, mass as, 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 as a woman as well, because like, as I've spoken to more people, I realize like as a guy, when I travel, there's stuff like I can travel by myself and I could walk around the city in the evening or like sometimes Paris, like just cycle a bu- bike around the city at night because I want to. But often those are like kind of privileges that as a guy, we maybe take take for granted that as a woman or generally it's not as safe i don't mm. know like what what are your experiences um shall i go first Ruben? please do yes sir um it's been really different obviously depending on where i've gone i've had some hilarious and also <laughs> weird um like frightening sort of um experiences but I also think that like I've had that kind of stuff like wherever. Um, mm. So because people are essentially people. Um, and once I remember like being in LA, this was like t- time ago, like 2010, something like that. And a woman was just adamant that I was, that I spoke Spanish. And she was like <laughs> shouting at me because she basically thought that I was like denouncing my heritage. And I was like, wow. no, I was like, I just don't, I'm not from there in it. You're dropping the in it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Um, but, connecting. you know, then that's when oh, I realized that, um, that's when I realized that my skin tone um, and my features or my hair or any of that stuff that were really um, racially ambiguous. So actually, mm. like, the places where I feel like the most none wherever is either places in Europe or places in Africa, but everywhere or like places in the West, white spaces yeah. and black spaces, everywhere else, I could be from that place. It could potentially wow. be local, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's um, and this is, this is obviously a very general thing that I'm saying. There's lots of countries that I've yeah. missed out, but there's a lot of countries where I could go to Brazil. I could go to... um Iran I can go anywhere really um in that sense Egypt for example so what are the thoughts and feelings associated with that understanding safety Um, I don't know I feel like you know it it allows I like the fact that I can move fluidly because people are people are quite unsure so it means like well they kind of like I okay when I went to New York um I just I felt very at home, like as in walking around Brooklyn because I was like, oh, well, I'm a woman of color and like I'm also from a city and this feels quite familiar and everyone around me is a non-white person. So I felt comfortable. Um, again, these are like one, these are just, it's one moment in time, Snippets. isn't it? So that doesn't, yeah, 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 so it doesn't reflect like just everyone's experience or even my own whole oh okay here's another one it's the same trip in brooklyn um i was with all of my friends that are black we had open alcohol like as in like walking with a can of beer which i think you're allowed to do so the police um you're not allowed the police to do it, yeah i don't think you're allowed to do it i don't think you're allowed to walk around what? with open so have have brown in brooklyn. bags in it and stuff oh see. yeah but i just think you're also just not really meant to consume alcohol like 
on the tube or outside. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think. Um, and so I knew that as a non-black woman, I felt like I, I felt really scared for my friends. And so I stepped into the like negotiate whatever we were talking about. And this would have been like sort of, I don't know, like 19, 20, 21. Um, Oh no, we're definitely more than 21 because we were drinking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But yeah, so there's just stuff like that where I've learned in some places where I can use that ambiguity as an asset. Um, Mm. Yeah, I'd say that's probably my first, yeah. yeah, that's like a first thought and point. Yeah, I mean... I've got this naivety, I think, although it's it's changing now as my awareness deepens, but I have, for the most part, when traveling, had this naivety that um, I would always be okay and I would always be safe. And I don't know if that's the privilege of, of, of being male. I don't know if that's the privilege of growing up with enough, um, like, affirming love and support and whatnot. I don't know. But when I go to certain places, a lot of my peeps tell me before you go, you know what, be careful of this ends or be careful of that ends. But I just whistle and moonwalk through and I just seem to think I'll be okay. And so far, I have been okay. Um, so there's not much fear or trepidation or worry when I when I go around new places. I'm quite present and I'm still normally myself unless there's a clear danger, right? But what I have... I I constantly catch myself doing is wondering to myself how I'm perceived generally in this space. And especially as um, when I've traveled as a, as a single person and I'm going into like clubs and whatnot, and then there's the dynamic of approaching women and all that kind of stuff, which floats around in my head. I do say to myself, I wonder, am I, am I butters here? Am I exotic here? Oh, Am I desired okay. generally yeah, here? Don't yeah, don't really know. Um, have no yeah. clue. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so I would just kick back and just analyze the surroundings to get a little bit more data <laughs> before I start making any of those moves. But that's something that's clearly um, that clearly throws around in my in my mind. And also sometimes I catch myself wanting to do some of the bait touristy things when i go to spots first I love like doing get touristy stuff yeah like i want to get all the touristy stuff out of the way and then i want to do the anthony bourdain parts unknown nooks and crannies speak to the guy that knows <laughs> a guy that knows a guy to take me to the underground barbecue rave <laughs> do you know yeah. what i mean but it's like yeah it, I, I feel like i want to tick the boxes first yeah that's interesting i actually find all of that the that kind of like local level knowledge being the the the, the best part of right, traveling and yeah, thro- throughout my years i i think like as you travel a lot like it's so different because me and my wife have very different ways of traveling like as soon as i go to a city i'm just like yo who's here who's local let's link up <laughs> that's da-da-da-da. sick i think i like that hack you know? i think i might need that um yeah and that's and that's just because there's a curiosity of like wanting to to connect with someone that i haven't connected with but then also like often you just get you kind of unlock a city it's like level two level three of unlocking a city through uh, a way that you would never be able to without a local right Mm. so and i found there's another layer to that so actually the the best people is is like you hit up a chef and you hit up uh, a dj 
Um, and then what's the DJ culture like? heads, yeah. Yeah, but then you don't ask them, you don't ask the DJ about music and you don't ask the chef around the restaurant. You do the opposite. So you kind of ask oh, uh, DJ, right, like, boy, where did, Aaron's where got did some they hacks go? for this show formatting, <laughs> boy. Where, where do you go to <laughs> eat? It's reverse psychology. Yeah, you ask the <laughs> chef the where DJ they go to drink. To um, and yeah, and so forth. And then, no, honestly, you must have learned that somewhere, Aaron. Did you just come up with that? No, that's we've we've tested me and Simon tested when we went to Lisbon. We kind of done that thing, and it kind of was like a happy accident because we were kind of filming some bits and pieces and we we're testing out, you know, shooting some stock oh, footage. Oh, I stuff. like that. Yeah. Um, and then you just speak to the chef, and you'll be like, and they'll be like, nah, 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 nah don't go there, or like, you know, go to this place, and then, yeah, it's just um, I don't know. Think about it. if you'd done the same thing in London, if you mm. you're not a Londoner and you would advise someone, like. I don't know, like, yeah. Like, we it's would so tell true. people to go somewhere very different than, like, you just Googling on TripAdvisor, right? And and that's not yeah. a bad thing. The first level is, like, you know, that's just the first level of research. So that's cool. Um, but it depends on what you kind of, what your interests are and stuff. Like, you know, like, there's another, there's another hack, and it's more probably for the... Because I, I think I've got a very good idea of my, my interests and sensibilities. Um, and then there's always like a wild card thing that I'll throw in. But like one thing I found uh, as this hack, and I'm going to bait it up. And now hopefully if I bait it <laughs> up, it may, it may change the dynamic of how people travel. But um, if I'm going to a city, often like quite a, uh, a popular city or a Western city or something, the first thing I'd do, like other than like do the basic research is like if you if you're really kind of struggling, you just Google an ESOP. So you Google ESOP. Oh, yeah, I know. Whatever an ESOP store is, then that street is usually going to be a street you want to fuck with. So like as in have artistic, a, creative. Exactly. So it's going to have good restaurants. It's going to have good shopping spots. And when I say good around my tastes, right? So stuff right, that right. I'm into is like fashion and design and culture and um, that type of stuff. So, and it's never, never disappointed, honestly. Uh, that's a like great they, hack. Man. They strategically find the spots as well, right? I think, I think Ace, Ace Hotel used to do that. Obviously, there's not that many Ace Hotels around the world, but they find spots that are kind of on the come up that have similar... Um, yeah, just similar little districts, right? Which is, but that's definitely a, a tip if you're struggling and you've got like, I don't know, 24 hours in a city, head to it, so, you'll be fine. So would, would the opposite, so if you want to go to the ends, then do you find like chicken shops or something? maybe that's what we do in the, the show isn't it Rubes? you go to the chicken shop <laughs> yeah i knew you lot idiots would send me to the chicken shop how about <laughs> no, what do you mean how about idiots? we do You're the same reverse the psychology on it we yeah, can't do i go I... to the aesops and we send aaron to the chicken shop <laughs> let's do it that would be funny man <laughs> yeah that would be funny man that's a good shout man aesop could sponsor it i mean i'm clearly begging for a sponsor here i always take um i always pack an extension lead Oh, oh shit, I'm dropping that tip plug, bro. Yeah, literally an actual, the plug. An actual plug. <laughs> yeah, I always oh, take shit. an extension lead because then you only need one <laughs> converter. Yeah. And then you just plug that in and you're good to go. That's something I learned and I always make space for it, man. It's, it's saved me a lot. But the expense, but you need different extensions for different parts of the world, right? So you would know what part of the world has what like plug point and take that is what you're saying. Or have you got yeah, one but you, so skeleton like, let's say you have, rounding? No, so like, you know how, obviously like all of your stuff is a UK plug in it. So if you have like a laptop charger, phone charger, 
um, I don't know, like toothbrush charger, I don't think what else you speaker charger, instead of buying four converters, you buy one converter and you take your extension lead. Oh, yeah, you yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? Jeez, that's a good hack, man. You need to update me on that. Send me yeah, Amazon. And then the please. next level of hack on that, Amos, is not to get the long extension. It's just to get the cube one where it's just on four sides. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Aaron's compacted it down. Aaron would just... <laughs> yeah, our, 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 our joint friend, Simon, is the ultimate, like, gadget, uh, travel gadget guy. And he said, anything packed, if you can pack anything down, he's going to buy it. <laughs> so yeah, that sounds like yeah, you can pack pack it all down into the most compact. Yeah, because I've noticed Aaron's Aaron is like now when I go anywhere, even if it's camping to a festival within the UK, like a staycation, I'll probably holler at Aaron to see what I can borrow. Like in terms of like toiletry bags that has all the compartments or bags that rush and doll into other bags so that you don't have to do much. I must say, Aaron, like your traveling hacks and how you move yeah. smoothly and lightly is is quite sick. And I I imagine you've gained that over time because Just that definitely doesn't come it? from yeah. our mother. Yeah. <laughs> that does not come yeah, from our mother. There's another one um, that I kind of use. This is just a personal one, but um, could be an interesting in way to kind of like cement memories. But I always tried to buy a, a, like a, a perfume based on that trip and then, mm. and then kind of use it during that trip because it's like it will instantly... Just like how people do like a soundtrack for a trip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, bang, I heard this track and it's reminded me of this LA trip in 2020 or whatever. Um, But the the leveling it up to a fragrance is a crazy, because that just hits your memory. Like, you know, that actually transports you to that location. Um, It's so true. Smells really have that ability, right? That nostalgic ability or thing that just sends us there. You know, what? I, I mean, my ha- I don't really have much hacks for you guys, man. I mean, actually, I do. What I do is have an Evernote of a travel checklist. So whenever I have to travel, I never have to do this overwhelming labor of trying to work out what I need to bring. And so every time oh, okay. I do travel, whether that's, that's abroad or listen, man, yeah. it's so and I'll send it to you guys if you want it. But I've, I've and I constantly keep distilling it and organizing it. So I don't have to think, all right, I'm going to a festival next week day before i'll just yeah, check the yeah, checklist because yeah. i know of the last five festivals i've gone through that checklist and it just got it clearer and clearer and all those little things that you kind of forget to bring but you need in the moment yeah. i would have i would have covered it that's probably the only thing i can <laughs> contribute right so now, when's man. the when's the the what is this behavior on tour first travel trip we haven't actually done one and we're two years in it's mad no we need well to i guess to i guess fair, it's we were in the pandemic, pandemic. So. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 we've, yeah, we've just cut, come cut out man. just come out yeah, and but... to organize a full tour like that but we, we did say <laughs> we <laughs> we did say we wanted to do a tour of all the asian spots in the uk that would be fucking sick oh shit. yeah let's start there right. man let's start locally Let's start in London, then go to like Bradford, Birmingham, Bolton, Manchester, Leicester. That would be sick. Like, I'm sure we'd uncover some mad stuff. Meet some oh, yeah. interesting instead of, chi- instead of chicken shop tour, it's something else then. What is it? <laughs> or could it be framed around a chicken shop tour? Well, maybe not chicken, but maybe a food thing. I don't yeah, know. Food, There's yeah. definitely an idea in that to get like a little test going. Oh, 
And listeners, this well, is how like, we ideate on projects. It just yeah. happens in conversation and then it becomes a thing. And then Aaron locks it in the diary for the next six months and we didn't even know that we could commit to it. <laughs> and then it's like and then it's like it's like some kind of feature film like going on somewhere. Yeah. It's like it's completely it's already been it. pitched to the studios and you had to see it. I have a feeling that the audience would I mean this is just the feeling that the audience want to see that or a lot of them would want to, especially you guys that have been listening in from the jump of course you want to see us on your screen yeah, so stuff. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i mean other than so in how much you're in india now when are you mm. when are you back in the uk um i'm back in june that's something that i'd say is that i like to travel for longer amounts of time i feel like it takes me a bit of a while to get in and then i really like to yeah. know know I the place that. know I, the city i've never done that man Really? What is long over over a week, two weeks, month? Oh, wow, Gosh, that is long. Since I was young, month is. I a think good the only time we tr- travel time for me. Anything less is too short. And even then, right now, I'm. Ho- I wish I could extend it, but I can't because I've got an ABBA concert to go to. Oh, of course, yeah, Priorities you, can't, you can't miss. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only time we've done a month, I believe, Aaron, is when we were trapped Mal- in uh, yeah, Malaysia, Malaysia when we were younger and we couldn't trapped, escape because you know. of flights. It was ho- yeah. at the time. It was horrible, man. It was the summer holidays, and I think we initially went to spend three weeks. My no, parents no, we've extended. We done four weeks, so we done a month. We done four weeks. No, but wasn't um, it free? Extended to four, and then stuck for six. No, Ruth. I think it. I think it was either four weeks or six weeks extended to eight. Holy blood so fire! Two months, we wanted to come last back. two months were the worst. Yeah, that's when everyone. Two everyone, weeks, you mean? The aunties aren't fun anymore, and they just starts. You know, yeah, <laughs> you don't get those like abroad cousin privileges anymore. It's so true. Yeah, we just got normalized. We weren't novelty. Now we were just a burden. Oh, we li- you're in our house again. Okay, nice, nice. We're gonna go school and work. So uh, yeah. hope you enjoy your day. Here's the keys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys see your places of origins as holiday destinations? Yeah, for me, yes, still, because I haven't spent a long enough time there to feel what it's like living. So the novelty is still there when I go back. I mean, I'm, I'm more familiar with it, so it's not as exciting as when I was younger, but it's still clearly a holiday. Um, and I think for me, it depends on how much time I frame that experience around. So if it was a two monther, oh, that's not a holiday. It'll be the holiday for the first three weeks and then yeah. I'll be like, OK, cool. This is probably how it's like to live it. I think... I think for for us, Malaysia, we used to go back so often and have just a ridiculous amount of family there. Um, I'm actually curious to see if, if 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 our family listen to this. I don't know, but um, there's a couple. No, of them that I think do. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like I think I'd loved. I'd love, love, love to go back to Malaysia and kind of do it the way I do all the other countries. Right, like actually get to choose where, where I want to eat, where I want to <laughs> stay, because like it's not really determined by that. It's determined by how many families that that you can try to cram in and see. And, and and I love that. Like, that is the reason why we go there, right? Like, we have so so much family there and I want to see them. But, um, yeah, next time if I go back, when I go back, um, yeah, I'd love to see if there's a different element of that city uh, that I can see from a different perspective. I think will be really dope. Yeah, mm. I hear you. And how about I you? Um, when you go yeah, back? Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, because... I grew up in Zambia and in London, in the UK. Like, India is like a new place. 
even I've been to Pakistan as well and like um I think I've I've had some elements of like you got to fit in the family um like you know visiting everyone and all that stuff but uh, I think because I'm like two generations out um it is like a, it is a new space and I and I enjoy it um and it certainly is a holiday destination like India is massive one and the climate is so different the um every region has a different like Goa or down south like on the coast you're basically like it's like the Caribbean do you know what I mean whereas I'm in Delhi right now it's definitely a city and Delhi reminds me a lot of Accra and one thing I love about traveling Mm. is being able to like the more you travel I think the more you understand humanity and the more you understand how similar we all are Mm. um definitely and yeah 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 yeah. such a good point and even city layouts like I remember just studying like a map of London versus a map of Paris um, and being like, wow, the similarities are crazy. And you can start to like f- almost guess, take an educated guess as to where things are going to be. Um, if you can map out a few landmarks, it's really mm. fascinating. And there's no, I think travel like is the best way to learn about yourself. If you can, you know, I think travel, also, travel alone. Both, or with groups. Both. I like. I do like both. I do like time by myself, so I do like to travel alone. And I actually find I'm more open to experiences when I travel by myself. Me too. Um, And I end up making amazing friends when I travel by myself. But equally, I have I've had great memories traveling with people because then you have a joint experience. Mm, Yeah, it's both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, All right. I mean. I would love to do some traveling with both of you, whether it's a what is this behavior project or not in, in the near future. So a mixture of chicken it. shops and Aesop. Don't worry, That's man. It. I've already, while, we, while you've been chatting, I've been hitting up the Airbnb. So let's, uh, let's see if we can get a, <laughs> a partnership going, man. Imagine. All right, man. All that right, then. Sick. So for those that are listening, stay tuned because you might be seeing us on a screen near you. Whether it's your story screen via Instagram, doing some travel stuff, man. You can merge Almas on tour with what is this behavior? That'll be sick. Just run it, man. Jeez. What is this behavior? So, there you have it. That is our travel episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I reckon some of you lot are so inspired, you're probably right now in transit. You started the podcast at home with your kids. You've left your kids, you've left your partner, and you're just out here in your t shirt. And your best, uh, what are those sandals called? I was going to say Jesus creepers, but someone might have a problem with that. <laughs> anyway, if you are, if you have left your house and you're on tour, I mean, we take no responsibility for that, but we just hope you enjoy it. And for those that are thinking about traveling because of this episode or already have plans, love that point that Almas landed on about um, understanding our shared humanity as we travel like regardless of culture and socialization we start to understand the human experience which is something as you probably know if you're a regular listener that i'm really really interested in man that shared human experience also i hope you picked up some tips and tricks remember aaron is the man the airbnb check out the airbnb experiences stuff um and if anyone has any travel uh, tips and hacks for any of us please dm us on uh, what is this at what is this behavior podcast on instagram if you want to check us out on TikTok and Twitter, we are also there. And you can find us at WITB underscore podcast. 
<clears throat> Sorry about this. I need to clear my throat there. <laughs> TikTok as well. W-I-T-B underscore podcast. Our website is whatisthisbehaviorpodcast.com. Especially if you're new to this journey, you can check out past episodes you can check out our mission statement why we're doing what we're doing why we feel it's important and if you want to find out a little bit more about us as individual hosts and what we're currently up to there's a profile there leading to our individual online profiles now if you are listening via apple podcast and you really enjoyed this episode or past episodes we'd really really appreciate a like um or rating whatever you call it on there i've been there on there for a minute but that stuff really helps kind of put the uh, pod out there um And other than that, yeah, enjoy your travels, whether you travel abroad or it's a staycation or maybe you're not even traveling. Maybe just walk around your ends and try and look at it through a different lens. Look up a little bit more. You'll be surprised what you see architecture wise in the ends when you actually look up. So, yeah, there's a lot to be grateful for and a lot to enjoy that is currently already around us. So sending you love, good vibes and positive energy, man. Keep going against the grain and we shall catch you in two weeks time. Do you want it? You're dying for it!